We got this. We are smart girlies. Who said that? I did. Hi, and welcome to Lesbians. I'm Armani. And I'm Mac. Grab your nearest queer and your nearest oat milk iced latte and get comfy and listen to us talk about everything and anything. Tampa Bay's have like some kind of like kickback because they didn't have like enough diversity in the cast or something. Probably, but like also Tampa Bay's was filmed for like real people that really knew each other. So maybe they just didn't know. Cause I mean, there were a few people who were not like just white, but also I guess like how would they do that? Like, cause then they would have to like, cause they didn't cast it. Cause the people who actually filmed Tampa Bay's and made it into a reality TV show were on the reality TV show. It was like a couple. Oh, okay. Probably and why. Didn't Okay, that makes more sense then. You can't really get mad at them because it's like basically like a documentary about yeah. them, but it's it ends up being a reality TV show. It's not yeah. like they're casting in all of Tampa and they chose all white and like some beige. Right. <laughs> some right. beige. Exactly. Uh, hey guys, welcome back. It's Armani. It's Mac. And it's Elena again. We can't get rid of her, bitch. You can't get rid of me, bitch. You'll never get rid of me, bitch. Now she's going to be on multiple episodes. We want to have other guests, too. Guys, the jelly-filled girls followed my Instagram, like my real Instagram. I remember them. Elena, do you know who that is? I think so. I'm upset that Elena knows who that is, but you know what? It's okay. We've all been there, but I can't believe they followed Makana on Instagram. I I was shocked. I had to click on it to make sure that it wasn't like a spam account. No, it's them. It's an account I follow already. What is it like a porn account? Like, is that what it is? Yeah. They're this couple that they make ethical lesbian porn, but they're like a real couple in real life and they're completely anonymous. Oh, okay. You can kind of like figure out from the name what that is. That is true. Yeah. I figured. Um, yeah. So I think because I know Armani and I were talking about doing like an ethics of porn episode. And I feel like they would be just an amazing guest to have on. So let's see if I get up the courage to DM them. I mean, they followed me. So <laughs> they followed you. I feel favorite. They didn't even follow the podcast. They followed me. Is it the mullet? I don't even have a picture of my mullet on my. You, you need to post a picture of your mullet so people can see it. I do. I need to do some things. I take pictures. I mean, I guess I could just take a picture in my apartment, but yeah. But yeah. Um, so we're going to have other guests. So Elena won't be the only one. Um, Elena's just the most readily available. I was going to say, I'm just the only one who's never doing anything. <laughs> it's not hard to really work around her schedule. No, we work with somebody. Really coordinate with everyone else. I don't know how I would act if I, if we interviewed Jelly Filled Girls. Do I, I would- bark? Yeah. I feel like they would probably have some kind of screen on their Zoom. Like we wouldn't, we still want to see who they are, which is fine. No, that's fine. But like to talk to them and say, so can I get your OnlyFans but not have to pay $30? Thank you. Heart. Because they charge $30 for their OnlyFans, which is like literally insane. But also I guess I get it because they're probably one of like the biggest names for probably like actual real couple bang yeah because they were on Pornhub and they got off of Pornhub the only thing that they have on Pornhub now are like little like trailer clips yeah you 
don't really see much. So, you know, and then it has the links to their OnlyFans and they have a few other websites that they use too. They're kind of- I've done my research. I, I know what websites they're on. They're actually on. <laughs> on these I was going to say, how do you know? You're like, yeah, they're on this website. <laughs> they, they were on Pornhub, but then they hopped off and they got an OnlyFans. Their OnlyFans is $30. I do pay it monthly. <laughs> I do subscribe. Listen, they were on a podcast, like my favorite podcast of all time, Ashley Gavin's We're Having Gay Sex. If you're listening to this, you're not. Please take me on your date. I don't know. We can just be friends. Anyway. uh, But they were on her podcast. And so, and they talked about a lot of like how everything's kind of set up and how they do things. So that's why I know so much. I haven't been like, 3 a.m. in a dark hole of the belly fill girls. You're not even masturbating anymore. You're just watching just for research purposes. That's it. I didn't have my Wellbutrin and I wasn't horny. Just research. Just research. I was able to actually it was important. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> is that your only update, Wicca? That's the most exciting one. That, yeah, that is exciting. I'm very excited about that one. Um, but the non-exciting one, it's kind of like I have good news and I have bad news. The other one is I'm realizing, because I saw like three things on Snapchat about it, something on Instagram and Twitter, people are now starting to put in their presidential bids, which means they're close to election season, which means my mental health is about to take a downward fucking spiral. <laughs> I'm not ready for what happened in 2020. Like that was stressful enough and it took my life over. Why is Biden running again? Don't run. He's running again. (laughs) Not like double confirmed. They had like an interview with Kamala like a while ago and she said like, yeah, they're going to, we're going to run again. And she would be the running mate again. No, you guys had your chance and you royally fucked it up. You got by you got the presidency by just getting your fucking teeth, barely. And then you're not doing shit. Joe, y'all didn't do fucking shit. Um, and then so, but the satire that I was watching said that, you know, if Biden doesn't run again because of his age, Kamala might run. Girl, no. Bye. And then of course, like uh Buttigieg said that he might put in another bid, which I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. I, the governor of California. Is I think he would have a better chance at running than Pete. I 100% think so. Like, because I think he's more, I know he's like definitely more liberal. Obviously, he has one of the most like liberal states. And, mm-hmm. but I think that he has more of the establishment. Like, he would have the establishment behind him if he ran. That issue. Oh, they also said Hillary. They were like, is Hillary gonna run again? No. Hillary, don't just retire. Yeah. You did. In 2016, them presidential debates were foul. (laughs) Hillary was getting that's one thing I'm excited about is those debates. Those debates are good. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Uh my dad said that if it was between Trump and DeSantis, he would vote for DeSantis. I mean, that's a lot of people are moving away from Trump just because of one, all of the hearings that have happened with, you know, the January 6th committee. So there's that a lot of people are turning away. 
um, because he defrauded all of his supporters that donated him money after the election. They were like, he was like, donate me money so I can do my that life. That was fucking hilarious, though, because I was like, uh, why are you guys donating to this man? And he's just robbing y'all fucking blind. When I saw that, that was that made my day that day. It was the funniest thing that happened. I literally remember like getting emails from how the fuck they found my email. I would love to know. But I kept getting emails from Trump's team being like, please don't us donate money. <laughs> Please send me money. Stop the steal. I know. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi's literally climbing up my window with like a little change bucket. <laughs> like donate to the DNC. Literally, literally. And hitting her with a fucking broom. Get off. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's like the witch that won't go, like the witch that haunts you. Like that's the one thing my dad and I can talk about is how the fuck is Nancy Pelosi is. <laughs> Hey, Congress. Don't don't forget about the poem that she read. Nobody forget. Thank you so much, Nancy, for reading the poem when my rights were taken away. She's a really never forget because that was my 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I guess like because of the gun. sorry i'm also thinking about the time doing the blm and nancy pelosi had that stupid like and i say it's stupid because it's not her culture like she had some type of scarf on and you remember they went (laughs) like y'all are doing nothing but apparently they they sang a song after the gun reform bill was passed and i said democrats literally can't do anything except sing songs and read poems (laughs) like what's happening I am so tired of politicians in general having their fucking hands out all the time for our money. I'm not donating you money. I don't have any money. <laughs> right. Broke. That reminded me also Cory Booker might run. And I don't think like I don't think he'd be the worst president, but I don't think I could handle his inspirational speeches constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think he's so happy to be alive. Like Cory Booker, every time he's talking, he's talking with very fervently. Like whatever meds he's on, I need them. Same, same, because they're they're working and they're working hard. Well, I got my septum pierced on. You're gay now. Congrats. I know. I got my gay piercing, everyone. Um, and it actually didn't hurt that bad. Like my nose piercing definitely hurt more, but I did get my nose re-pierced. Like I had it pierced when I was like 16. I let it close up when I was 18. I got it re-pierced in December of last year. And I'm pretty sure like the scar tissue or something was still there because he did it in the exact same place. So that was super painful. And the septum was only painful for like two seconds, like while it was going in, but that was it. And it's pretty much already healed. The crazy thing is though, the guy who pierced my nose looked just like my sneaky link. Just to clarify, I am talking about my old sneaky link. The one from the first episode. Thank y'all. And he had the same name as my sneaky link, like the same first name. It was a he had like the same demeanor as my sneaky link, like very like kind of quiet ish. Like it was so weird. And I was like, Matrix. I know. I was like, uh, I'm scared of you, TBH. I'm having flashbacks. Wait, who? You can cut it out. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you have yeah. to be on him. Yeah. Um. Actually, my only update is that I did have to take my cat to the vet yesterday, and she was a sweet little angel at the vet. And I think the last vet was fucking lying because they were like, 
we can't even weigh her like she keeps hissing at us like she she won't even sit still and then this vet like of course I warned her because I was like all right the last time they told me that she was acting a fool when they went to go do the exam so like good luck and she brought her back and she was like she was great like she let me do everything I was like how you got robbed okay let's also talk about how this vet charged me fucking 80 dollars for this exam and then like the rabies shot was like $30, which is like pretty normal, but $80 for a fucking exam. I'm never, never taking her to that bed again. I'm going somewhere else because why are they robbing me? I spent $200 to get Molly's urine examined by a special lab because their lab couldn't do it. <laughs> Dogs are a very high investment cats usually are pretty like low maintenance like we you don't have to take them to the vet really unless there's like something serious like you know what i mean like they don't really need to go to the vet but vet exams for cats usually range from like 40 to 70 dollars being the highest so she got robbed with that 80 dollars when they didn't even do anything yeah that's rude they just wait they like checked her stuff and then like i read the report they literally just said like okay everything's normal Actually, they did say she was a little skinty. They did. Oh, we love a skinty queen. You can feel her ribs and, like, you know, her hips is a little, like, small, but she's fine. My friend's cat was acting, like, really sick, and she took her to the vet, and she spent, I think, it was either between, like, 1000 and 3000 It was, like, an absurd amount of money for them because she was there for, like, three days. For them to tell her that her cat was just being dramatic and there's nothing wrong with her. This is why you really, really, really have to consider whether or not you want to take your cat to the vet because vets are like, they be robbing you for your, all your money. Yeah, well, if I took Oreo to the vet and they were like, yeah, it's going to be a thousand to three thousand. Y'all would see me up on TikTok saying, if you would just watch this video three times, I can... I can afford to take my cat to the vet. Every time I see those videos, why I be scrolling past them? <laughs> I never watch them. Ever. I never sit there and watch them. I can't help myself. I know. I always feel bad too. And then I'll be like getting ready and watching TikTok and like brushing my teeth. And I'll have like the most random ass video playing like six times. Yes. Yes. So I guess maybe I should like save those videos for like that time. Like when you're, when you get off the toilet after taking a number two and like the tiktok just keeps playing and playing and playing and playing that's that's when we need those there you go you can just pull it up right before you finish up and then yeah i also i just wanted to mention because i do relate to the tiktok thing let's talk about how i'm assuming i know armani's like this i don't know if you're like this mcconnell but i genuinely can't go one second of the day without something like entertaining me like i can't do one simple thing i can't brush my teeth without a podcast playing or watching tiktok (laughs) i i I live alone so i think it's also partly that but i have to have something on at all times and if there's there's ever a point where there's nothing playing like a minute will pass and then all of a sudden i like go on like high alert and i'm like what's going on because why is it quiet yeah i need something like i don't want to have a second alone with my thoughts not a second from the time I wake up in the morning to the second I lay my head down to go to sleep I even listen to podcasts when I go to sleep like they put me to sleep a podcast does yeah I did want to talk about the doja cat thing really quick Elena did you see that I don't think so what happened so I guess she like messaged 
a his name. Uh, I did see a tweet about this earlier, but I didn't know what they were talking about. Yeah. I saw the tweet earlier, like the screenshot that Noah posted of what Doja said, and I didn't think anything of it. And I saw his tweet like five minutes ago that was like, if Doja just didn't say anything, <laughs> people would have forgot about this in like a day. But then she made a big deal about it. She called him yeah. like a snake for like posting the screenshot. But like, dude, you could have Googled, t- taken two seconds to Google the character that played Eddie Munson, found his Instagram and then DM'd him. Yeah. So basically she Doja Cat messaged this like teenage, uh, what is it? What's the show called again? Stranger Things, asking for one of his uh castmates like number or something. And he posted the DMs, I believe, because he thought that she was like joking, like this was a joke, because that is something that Doja would do as a joke. But then Doja got mad about it and was like, I don't know exactly what did she what was she saying on Twitter? Well, I think she was on like live or something and called him a snake. <laughs> oh, snake. <laughs> You're grown as fuck. I I don't. Why are you beefing with a 17-year-old? Yeah, hold on. I wish I could find, I can probably find it, like the tweet that I saw earlier. I think it was something along the lines of uh like Doja Cat asked a teenager to oh wait on the tweet this is literally stopped on my phone. Um sorry, I have to laugh at the Doja Cat Noah's whatever situation be because why would you go to a 17 year old known shit poster and ask him to hook you up with his 29 year old co-worker and expect him to be serious that's true yeah facts you should you should have known who you were dealing with yeah that's just i don't know it's very weird when i first saw the screenshot i thought they were like friends and it was like some inside joke between them you know because celebrities know everyone it's just like friendships and everything and groups so I didn't think anything of it the only thing it was when I started seeing thing about the beef and I was like this is beef <laughs> who's beefing oh we have something uh, yeah okay. um other slight celeb drama thing did you guys see people are like I don't know what something happened with Mitski like I guess she was performing like she was opening for Harry Styles and she did like uh she was like dancing or whatever like while she was on stage and she kind of like did like a thing where she was like kind of grabbing her crotch and she was like dancing and people were literally like this is disgusting i'm traumatized and then people were talking about how like um like hypocritical it is because harry styles is like very known for being extremely like sexual like on stage when he's performing so it's just kind of stupid so a lot of people, like a normal dance move, I feel like Michael Jackson constantly. Kind of, yeah that's what, what people were saying they were like yeah y'all are just mad because she's a woman <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like to me it just sounds like sexism and misogyny at its yeah. so McConaughey did the research for this episode and me and Elena are just here for the ride yeah we're doing it crime junkie style <laughs> yeah McConnell was like we're just gonna say oh my god really (gasps) so he said this when he usually says this but he said this but he was there on a day he's usually not there that's crazy um this is gonna be maybe a series because honestly I watched an hour of these guys and I feel like I already lost so many brain cells and just it took years off my life. First of all, I tried watching the 
Roe v. Wade episode. So it's titled like Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade and a bunch of other shit I didn't write down because why is it so long? Um, And I also thought it would be a good first episode to kind of talk about with them um, before we dive into like other episodes. Again, if you guys have ever listened to Fresh and Fit and have any episodes you'd like us to talk about, we can kind of do those. Um, But because uh, this is so recent and, you know, this is a um, topic that they don't even deserve an opinion on, um, I think this is a good place to start our slander. So the Fresh and and Fit podcast is Myron Gaines and Fresh Prince CEO. First of all, I remember I've seen like TikToks making fun of them as they do, um, and especially making fun of his name, Myron, and which one I think is hilarious because your name's Myron. Pick a nickname. You're famous now. Turns out that's not his real name. Myron Gaines is like the name that he chose and he chose Myron. You could have picked any name and you chose Myron. I would also like to discuss the name of the podcast because they may be fit. I can't knock them on that. But who the fuck is fresh on that podcast? First of all, sir, you're in your 30s. Start a family and shut the fuck up. No, I, it's really funny. I tried to do a little bit of research like about like who they are, how they started and everything. The only actual source that I could find was the AP. Um, so they are life and fitness instructors and relationship coaches. So Myron and Fresh Print CEO had, quote unquote, both been successful with women and in their own investments and lifestyles. So they decided to partner which made me laugh because look, can we AP show me this, the receipts? Are they successful with women or are they just successful, successful at manipulating and taking advantage of women? And in what, in what way, in what way are these men capable of giving relationship advice when I don't believe either of them are currently in a relationship? No, AP, either AP or one of the other sites that I found information about them on said that, you know, Myron at least doesn't have any information about a girlfriend, at least like on his public socials. Um, So who knows? I didn't know what they looked like before because I, I feel like I've heard people talk about them, but I like have never actually obviously like cared to look them up those are the goofiest looking men that i think i've ever seen like who the fuck are you to sit here and be misogynistic and look like that it's so funny there's a tiktok by drew and this is actually like the first tiktok i showed my girlfriend when like i was like trying to tell her who they were and she said myron has crop circles on his head (laughs) he does sir sir just go bald or something. Do something, babes. I know you have enough money to do a hair transplant. What is happening on that head? Really? Like, you want to shit on women for a million things that they can't control? Yeah, you got crop circles on your head. You got all this quote-unquote money. You Like, men who commit to being bald are, like, much more attractive than men who just kind of, like, try to hang on to it. Because I think it just adds, like, an aspect of, like, confidence. Yeah. Have him get a wig. Get right. a wig. 
see all those like glue on wigs that people have those things last for like That's a month okay. there you go but it's just the audacity of that man no. i actually don't know anything about fresh because he never every every controversial thing that i've seen is him is myron talking because he never shuts his fucking mouth no this was the first five minutes you want to talk about his fucking audacity my note says legit the bald one <laughs> also, so in the one. intro of this episode he was saying he was going to do a brianna taylor episode because she's quote not as innocent as y'all think first five minutes that's what we're starting at what were you going to say Lena? Um, before that, I was going to say, Myron has some goofy ass looking ears, too. Like, what the fuck? Ew. <laughs> they both got a lot of nerve. Basically. I, I knew and I've heard people say that they have made just derogatory statements towards black women. I'm pretty sure they said that they wouldn't date black women. At least Myron, I think, said that. And it's like, how are you going to put down? a whole race of women that have also raised you. Cause I'm assuming is Myron black. I'm assuming he's black and I know fresh is black. Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to put down black women for what purposes, especially Breonna Taylor. Like you're just trying to appeal to white people at this point. Yeah. I did see something the other day that it was like everything really st- stems from misogyny so like a lot of like racism sense from misogyny and so like especially that's why like black women have it the hardest is because that's both racism and sexism combined yeah and for some reason they just like why yeah um another thing that he said within the first like 10 minutes was that rape culture is not real and it's feminist propaganda oh okay rape culture isn't real okay but what about like boys will be boys what about that what about the fact that brock turner only got three months or six months but only served three all has to do with rape culture and how because i read know my name by chanel miller who you know unfortunately was a girl who was essayed by him and yeah the things that she had to go through Mm-hmm. after that happened and how much she was blamed for drinking all of that is included in rape culture like blaming the woman yeah. or whoever the victim is for being victimized by someone uh not to mention the whole like well what were you wearing like i don't care if someone is butt ass naked passed out on a bed that gives you zero right to touch them in whatsoever way yep yeah disgusting um that this goes back to the show that i talked about the other episode but handmaid's tale there's an episode in it where all the girls it's like in one of the later seasons but all the girls get together and just beat the absolute shit out of one of these commanders and it is they play uh the you don't own me song like you don't own me yes and the way that that scene just makes my heart so happy because nothing makes me happier than a woman getting revenge that yeah. entire show up until that point i was waiting for them to meet 
yeah. that motherfucker's ass. I was I like, please, somebody do it. During that, I also found a Snapchat from when I watched it a few years ago, and it was the scene where Serena was crying, and I was like video recording it, like like on my Snapchat or something, and like zooming in, and I was like, yeah, cry, bitch. Yeah, after that happened to that woman, I was so excited. I did not feel bad for Serena once we all know that scene when June was pregnant. We all know that scene. That is when I lost, like, that is the episode where I was like, Serena is unredeemable. Yeah. Her idea. Like, yeah. Waterford did whatever the fuck he did, but that was Serena's idea. Everything he was doing, at least in the eyes of the law, was like, Gilead law, you know? Yeah. That was one illegal for Gilead too. Her fucking idea. Yeah. Absolved of zeros then. She can burn too. I um, uh, oh now we're gonna get sidetracked. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> every time. Um, so the way that they're framing talking about Roe is not like if they think that it should or should not be overturned. They're just talking about it and like how it'll affect their sex lives, how it affects the sexual marketplace. That's what he called it. Yeah, the sexual marketplace. Oh, I'm so sorry that our problems are affecting you so much. I'm so sorry. First of all, that man doesn't have a marketplace of people that want to have sex with him. Let's be real. Let's be real. No. For the first, it was like around this time where they said that they started making these, I guess, jokes. <laughs> and I couldn't even hear what they were saying because they were laughing at themselves. And I was, so that spared me for a few minutes. Um, <clears throat> so they kind of like go through and like break down what Roe is, you know, it's not in the Constitution and then they're returning it to the states. Da, 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 da. Um, and they had a guest on the show, which I guess is just a repeat guest. Um, he's, I think his name is like Rebel Capitalist or something like that. Oh, Lord. He, he makes me want to scream. Trust me, I got some notes. Um, he was on the platform of saying that the Constitution does not give women the right to an abortion. Women weren't in the fucking Constitution to begin with, you fuck. Like... <laughs> And he kept making the comments that women are out in the streets shrieking. Get fucked. Like, you misogynistic prick. Just, he kept saying shrieking over and over and over, talking about women that are protesting for their bodily fucking autonomy. What else are we supposed to do? What, what's, what, 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 uh, when your rights are taken away, when your mom had more rights than you do now, why wouldn't you be shrieking in the streets? Yeah. Me pouring. I don't know. The line. I feel like, like, I just, I hate that, that they, yeah, I hate that they, like, emphasize the word, like, shrieking. I feel like that just has it's very. Another way to say that women are, like, hysterical and, like. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. Um, Some of the things I do, he said, like, I agree with in an extent like he was talking about like the elections just aren't legitimate which i agree with the elections aren't legitimate the supreme court's sure as hell not legitimate <gasps> talking about the supreme court i saw it was 
an article posted by the Rolling Stone that this, it's basically like a lobbying group. They're one of the people that petitioned the Supreme Court and like the Supreme Court bases their opinions based on information they get from these groups. Some of the Supreme Court justices have prayed with people that work for these groups in the Supreme Court. Now that don't sound like a separation of church and state to me. Sure hmm. don't. Sure don't. Or you're just. I forgot. I was going to explain like what a alpha male is because that's basically what these guys are. They're, they are alpha males. In quotations, alpha male, whatever the fuck that is. Well, don't be alarmed. Hold your horses, Armani, because I did some research on urbandictionary.com because there's no actual fucking definition for this. The actual definition for alpha males, you know, in accordance with like the animal kingdom is, you know, defending your territory and the female, the species that they breed with, right? You know, everyone understands lion pack. We get it. Humans are mammals, but we're not fucking animals. Like, come on. Um, but in, in like, when you're talking about human beings, an alpha male is more like a personality type, you know, it's when you think of an alpha male, you're going to think arrogant, obnoxious, insensitive, selfish, overly competitive, maybe a little violent, you know? Um, but it's really like all these guys that have fragile ass egos and they say, I'm an alpha male to like validate their treatment of other people. Um, so are you or a loved one with an alpha male? Call 1-800-LESBIANS for a free consultation. You may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get you out of the trenches, girl, because you're weak in the knees. If you're with a man that calls himself an alpha. Get out. Babes, you need to seek, you need to seek professional help. The way they say alpha and beta in this, it makes me want to throw up. Yeah. And I hate whenever, like, I'm on TikTok and I get into that, like, gross part of TikTok. And then, like, there will be a video of a guy, like, treating, like, maybe, like, his girlfriend with, like, some human decency or maybe saying, like, some statements that are very, like, bare minimum respect for women. And people will be like, this is beta behavior. I'm like, you guys are fucking weird. Like, on, like, same with, like, the simp comment. Like, this, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. One, I'm a simp, 110%. When I like you, I simp hard. Yeah. So I like the term and using it like just as a new vocabulary term that happens, you know, as time progresses. But when people get mad or call like their boys simps for showing their girlfriends like the smallest amount of respect, like shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you guys are just weird. I don't know. I'm like... Like I'm a simp because my girlfriend doesn't sweat that much, so she overheats. So I bought her a fan that she can put on her t-shirt, <laughs> so she doesn't overheat while she's. <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this rebel capitalist that they have as a guest on the podcast, he says some things that I agree with, some a lot of things that I don't. You know, he alleges that elections are not legitimate, which I agree with. Elections aren't legitimate. Supreme Court's not legitimate. Um, And he also says, you know, he points out that the largest voting bloc in the U.S. are women. More women are registered to vote than men. 
not to sound like a fucking liberal like nancy pelosi and everyone was like vote but that's like you're like i wish we could i know it, it, it would never happen but i wish with at least like women's health issues abortion issues only women or people that i can have people that are affected by the issue vote on it like things like that right because if it was just women voting on it it would be drastically different yeah um but we are more than men so go vote y'all go vote except for nancy pelosi i need someone to unseat her but not like a republican i just need like anyone anyone else just yeah we could Hmm. And then, you know, we get into the uh, pieces of his dialogue that I don't agree with. He said, abortion is just a fail safe for bad reproductive choices. And you do not get to go around that. And then they put a ding noise in there like they did something. Ding. Nobody. I, 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 I promise you that no one is using abortion as their means of contraceptive contraceptive or you know what i mean like that just doesn't make any sense because one to get an abortion it's expensive it's painful i'm assuming like you know if you have because you're going to have a miscarriage essentially if you're within the first 10 weeks or even you know even more painful is the actual if they have to go in uh-huh. and surgery why anyone's emotional like trauma right why would anybody go through that instead of just taking a birth control pill right or a plan b like plan people definitely pop plan b like birth control which they shouldn't do because it kind of fucks you up if you take it too much yeah i'd say if anyone is popping plan b like that go off but maybe be careful um but that's something like one of my republican ass cousins on facebook she's old she was like, I had friends that used abortion, like birth control. Like, no, only 8%. This is from the CDC. Only 8% of people having an abortion are having their third abortion. 8% of people, 60% of women and people who couldn't get pregnant that are having an abortions, again, per the CDC, it's their oh. first abortion. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I also don't think people realize like how like just if you get pregnant like do you know how easy it is to like miss a birth control pill or to be on antibiotics and not know that they interact a lot of people don't know like I don't know if it's because maybe some people don't tell their like doctors that they're on birth control. Like, you know, when you have to write down the medications you're on and if you get prescribed an antibiotic, it like cancels out your birth control. Yeah. And that's how a lot of women get pregnant. It probably definitely says that in the instructions, but a lot of people don't say it. And then I think doctors just forget to remind people, but also a lot of different kinds of hormonal birth control don't work for women over a certain weight as well. Yeah. That is true um about people that may be in like a domestic violence situation where like the people who are on their third abortion like what if their partner is obviously using intimidation like you know what i mean and they end up in a situation where they end up pregnant two or three times and they get an abortion because they don't you know what i mean they can't leave their partner but they also don't want to bring a child into it i'm sure that that's obviously that's not the whole eight percent but still you know what i mean you think about situations like that oh my god yeah and there are like pieces of this episode 
granted this episode was four hours long and I got through one single hour because I truly could not do anything more than that I thought I was gonna actually throw up but there are pieces in there where they're talking about like the different reasons that people get abortions and of course you always hear you know rape incest uh I can't remember what the other one they were saying was but at least for like rape and incest um or threat to the mother's life that's the other one that brought in with that they were like, oh, it's such a small percentage of women, like, da-da-da-da-da, like, do those women still not deserve access? Like, I'm confused. Right, so I guess just fuck them. Yeah, just fuck them, because it's all, it's a small percentage. Well, like, the other thing is, they like to go by the percentage, and I actually included this. I did, like, a, um, a whole, like, research essay in a presentation in 10th grade about, um, like, we had to pick like a controversial topic and we had to have someone that was like going basically like one person like I argued for pro-choice and someone else argued for pro-life and um once you actually break down the numbers though even if it's only like whatever one percent it ends up being a lot of women and if you think about the individuals you think about all the individual people like let's say like ten thousand women that's a lot of people yeah and people like to say like, oh, well, this is good because the federal government doesn't have like the power to give you the right to an abortion. Like it's not the state government, but let's, let's bring it a little bit lower to the state. You want to go to local governments? Let's go a little bit lower. You want to go to families? Oh, let's, why don't we go to the person, the person that's pregnant? Right. Radical-ass idea. Right. I mean, exactly. Yeah. So like they, you know, they were saying that abortion is just a fail safe. The typical patient, according to the New York times, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this because it was, you know, posted a lot, but typical patient is already a mother in her late twenties has attended some college is low income, unmarried and already in the first week, first six weeks of pregnancy. People always try to say like, Oh, you know, like so many women are getting like late term abortions. Like, like I said before, people are not, there are no doctors that are going to abort a perfectly healthy fetus right before it's born. That it's not how it works either. Right. Cause then it would just be premature. Like the baby would probably like, you know what I mean? That the baby can survive right. outside the womb. And babies have survived like growing in a womb with an IUD. I think even if you took like a medication abortion at that time, what Republicans think is happening is that video where they're like ripping the limbs off of the baby. Um, But even that, I looked that up one time when I was arguing with my dad about it. And it's like 4% of all abortions are like past 21 weeks in which, you know, I would know we were just talking about percentage, 4% of women. That is a lot of women, but you also have to take into account all the women that are having the abortions because of rape, incest, or threat to the mother's life, or fetal abnormality, all yeah. the things that can happen late term that no one can prepare for. Yeah, I just do want to bring up that story that I'm sure that we all saw about the 10-year-old from Ohio that had that was raped and was pregnant, and she was like six weeks and a couple days pregnant. So Ohio would not give her the abortion because they have a six-week ban. So she had to go to Indiana. But it's just absolutely insane that people think that a 10-year-old, a fourth grader or fifth grader at that point should carry a child 
to term and give birth to that child at 10 or 11 years old. Anyone who says that, like, if you get raped and you get pregnant, like it's a blessing from God, die, (laughs) kill yourself right now. Like, bye. Because, and also I saw a, I don't know, it's a tweet or a post just about that 10 year old. And there are a bunch of comments of people underneath being like, 10 year olds can't get pregnant. Like you can't get pregnant until you're 13. Like y'all are dumb as why you can't be making laws about my body. This is why you cannot, you have no say. So the first thing I thought of when I saw that story was also, well, one, I imagined myself at 10 years old and I was like, you know, obviously at 10 years old, nobody is prepared to have a child. And two, a lot of women talk about how hard as grown women it is to recover from having, from giving birth, because it's like inherently a very traumatic experience. And obviously it can be really great if you want the child, but most women have a really hard time recovering from it. Imagine a 10 year old. Well, that's the thing with a lot of like teenagers and kids that get pregnant, their bodies are not physically able to carry a child at that point. Like, yes, they've had their menstrual cycle, so they physically can get pregnant, but their bodies aren't grown so small. Carry that, you know? It's just insane. And I guarantee you, any Republican, if this happened to like Amy Coney Barrett's daughter, these Republicans would not make their 10-year-old daughter carry a baby to term. They would get that baby, they would get her an abortion. Point blank, period. Any person of power, person with money is always going to have access. That's what like the hugest issue is. But I think of myself because I broke my arm in like eighth grade, I think. So I was like 13, 14 years old. So, you know, still a few years older than this girl. I've always been small. My parents are five, one and five, five. I had no hopes, but maybe when I was like 13, I was probably like four, 10, you know, like I was almost grown and I still the doctors because like when I got when I broke my arm they had to put a bar in it because it broke a few times um the bar that they typically use for pediatrics was too large for my bones it was large it was thicker than my actual bone was so they had to put an infant size needle into my bone to fix it so it's like I was 14 years old and had infant size bones can you imagine like if I was 10 years old and got pregnant, like I would have looked like Bella in Breaking Dawn part two, like <laughs> literally back and everything. Yeah. It's just it's such an unfortunate situation, you know, cause you're already going through the, tr- the trauma of rape at 10 and then to get pregnant is a whole other trauma in of itself and to expect a child to go through nine more months and god knows what else kind of trauma like yeah pray that they survive the birth giving birth yeah exactly like then they have a child that is going to just grow up with them like a sibling (laughs) essentially yeah because you can oh yeah Mm, yeah sorry i got sidetracked but continue yeah so Okay. Yeah. So just continuing the research that I did about, you know, people who get abortions, Ushma, you, I'm not going to try to say her last name because I know I'm going to butcher it, but they're a professor with the advancing news standards and reproductive health at the university of California in San Francisco. They say that this isn't one monolith demographic who gets abortions. The same people who become pregnant and give birth are the same people who have abortions just at different points in their lives. 
because, you know, one in four women will give, will have an abortion within their childbearing years. Um, so Gut Matcher Institute, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but they did a study about why people get abortions. So, you know, they had a bunch of different clinics and everything. The majority reasons that they saw were it would either interfere with their education, work, or ability to care for their other dependents, because a lot of women already have children. Um, they couldn't afford another baby, or they didn't want to be a single mother or were having relationship problems, which probably goes into you know the domestic abuse that we were talking about earlier. Um, nearly four in 10 women had already completed their childbearing um, and one in third were not ready to yet have a child. Um, so, and then also younger women were often reported that they were unprepared for the transition to motherhood, which, you know, could of course be financial reasons. And then older women, you know, it was oftentimes, again, that factor of already having other kids. So, yeah, and um, they, they also tried saying that if you have an abortion because of financial reasons, that is a an elective an abortion, which pisses me off because um, single women with money, you know, making 47K or more a year abort 32% of the time and women under the poverty line abort 8% of the time. That's the factor that they gave us. So, you know, of course I made a note, I said, let's get a fact check on this because, you know, of course, if you're under the poverty line, you're not going to have the resources to bring a child into the world. I, I didn't research this part, but I saw something like years ago. So I don't even know what the accurate number is now that raising a child is like 15 to $20,000 a year, which sounds right. I know it has to be more expensive now, especially with inflation, right? Hair costs, just everything that goes into bringing a child into the world. I feel yeah, like so. that's really not um, even including like if your child is too young to be in school and you have to pay for daycare, if you, you know both parents are working or if you're a single parent and you have to have a job. Exactly, Molly, my dog, her daycare is sixty eight dollars a day. Hey, like, can you imagine what a kid's is? Um, so I did fact check, you know, what they said about women under the poverty line aborting eight percent of the time. Again, Gutmatcher Institute said that 49% of people who get abortions are below the poverty line. That makes sense because you're poor. Like, and also I feel like that number is just going to increase considering how expensive everything else is getting Mm -hmm. and the state of the world. Just everything is slowly deteriorating. Um, He also said that any abortions performed due to emotional or psychological health is elective. You obviously about yeah, gonna kill myself. Right. Uh, I don't understand what it's like to live with mental health and rely on medications that you can and cannot take during pregnancy. Well, yeah, I saw that on TikTok. Where you- yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about that enough. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's most antidepressants you can't take while you're pregnant. And when I'm telling you, I would not be, I could not survive without antidepressants and. Also, the thought of having a child is so terrifying, at least at this point in my life, because I am so mentally unstable that I'm keeping myself alive by the skin of my teeth. Imagine not having my medication for a day. 
I was at Harris Teeter the other day trying to get a refill. They texted me, said my refills are ready. They said, okay, it's just your Wellbutrin and your Adderall, right? I said, no, no, I need my Lexapro. I said, if I don't have my Lexapro, I will die. And they said, oh, well, I don't see one. You don't have any more refills. I said, I legitimately almost started having a panic attack right there because just thinking I've, I've gone without my Lexapro before when I was on a lower dosage and those withdrawals were God awful. I can't even imagine what it'd be like now. And I was like, no, you don't understand. You have to fill this. And then she was like, oh, here it is. And I was like, why would you do that to me? Literally giving you a panic attack in Harris Cedar for no reason. So I can't even imagine what it would be like to go nine months without, or even longer, because, you know, if you breastfeed, I know you still yeah. can't take some medications because it just transfuses through yeah, there. People that are on like bipolar medication that like, or I've seen that on TikTok or like, people that might be have even more serious like mental health disorders like and they can't take their medication that would not be safe for them to not be on medication and be pregnant like and you can go even further like past like just medication for mental health people who have cancer oftentimes they have to choose between undergoing treatment for cancer or having their pregnancy because the cancer treatment can kill your baby and there's also a lot of states that are outlawing certain cancer medications because it's an abortion efficient, but it's not used for abortion. It's just a medication that if you use it while you're pregnant, it could kill your baby or fetus, fucking embryo. But they're not prescribing this to women anymore. Like women are having a hard time getting it at pharmacies. I think it's like Nexa, I'll find it, but um like people are having issues having this because like oh if you're pregnant and you take this it'll be an abortion and these insane same with accutane i saw someone on tiktok saying that their pharmacy like their uh insurance won't fill accutane um in south carolina it's a blue cross blue shield in south carolina would not fill their accutane because it's considered an and it would abort a baby if you're taking accutane Shout out to my Blue Cross Blue Shield Illinois because blue state. I know I'm good there. <laughs> the weird blue state in the middle of a bunch of Midwest red states, but okay. It is it not, not be. I don't know my geography, but um this guy just continued to go on trying to make points, thinking he was making points, not making a single point. He said, overturning Roe, you know, people have been saying that overturning Roe is men trying to control women's bodies, which it is. It is legitimately the government trying to control what women and people who can get pregnant do with their bodies. And he said, based on last year's statistics, women have been controlling our bodies because they were getting abortions. No fucking shit. Because last year and, you know, up to a few weeks ago, we had access and the right to abortion. So, of course, we were doing what we wanted. Because we had the ability to, you fucking dumb cunt. Like, how dense is your brain? Like, how dense is that skull? Um, And then they were saying that, you know, now with the abortion laws in place and, you know, places where, of course, it's really strict, it's now putting women in the same powerless position as men. Because, you know, if if men get someone pregnant and they want to have an abortion, you know, they don't have any say. If you are in a relationship with someone and you have a partner that you get pregnant with, or even if you, if it's like a hookup, you know, but you still respect that person enough, you're going to have a conversation. Like if you have some kind of relationship with someone, 
you're going to have a conversation about what your options are. But obviously, if it's a one night stand and I'm never seeing you again, I'm not going to hit you up just to tell you I'm pregnant and I'm aborting it. Like, also, you're not in the position that you would be the one carrying it for nine months. If you want a kid that bad, go adopt one. There are plenty of kids available to adopt. And if you are the such a rich and great man that you are, you should have no issue adopting a baby. Yeah. So um, something that I think is really funny about them saying that men are in this like powerless position, specifically talking about abortion, I think it's just funny because men can go and get vasectomies whenever they want. They can get them, you know, without having any kids, which is crazy because for women to get your tubes tied, you have to already have a certain number of kids. Like you have to already have like at least one or two. I think two. I think you have to have at least two kids before you can get your tubes tied approval and you have to have your husband's approval and men can literally get vasectomies whenever they want and it's also so much easier for them because they can literally like just freeze their sperm and then get a vasectomy if they really like are like okay maybe i want kids one day right they have much more control than we do like if i wanted to go get my tube side tomorrow they'd be like no because your husband might want kids one day and i'm gonna sit here and be like one i'm a lesbian two i don't want kids if i and if I want kids, I'll adopt a child or I'll do a certain, like, I'll, I'll find another option because one, I'm going to have to have options anyway. I just don't want to be pregnant, but I guarantee you that still would not be enough. I would have to do like an immense amount of research to find someone that would actually do it. Yeah. Especially being so young. I'm pretty sure they, I think that's another thing too. You can't get them like under a certain age too. Right. Like, but you still like in your 20s. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I want, I was looking into selling my eggs because I don't want kids. And I was thinking, you know, while I'm in the process of selling my eggs, I might as well free some while I'm doing it. But then I looked it up and I can't sell my eggs because I'm mentally ill. So no, nobody wants it. Wait, you can't sell your eggs if you're mentally ill. How do they know you're mentally ill though? You have to tell them. You have to go through a lot to donate your eggs. The reason that I was like hesitant about it was just all the hormones you have to take during it and just really fucks you up. And I was like, my mental health is not going to do well during that. But I was like, I'll, I'll, cause it's like $10,000. Yeah, you get bang. You get bang. And then I was like, I can free some on the side if I ever do want a genetic child. But mm, yeah, they're like, if you have like mental illnesses or like, you know, hereditary things, your likelihood of being a candidate is low. I also looked into it for the exact same reason, because one, you make bank and two, I was like, okay, I probably don't want kids anyway. And yeah, it's like, if you have history of mental illness, I'm like, what does that have to do with it? I mean, I don't have a history of like severe mental illness. <laughs> like, I feel like everybody at this point, regardless, is going to have depression. Right? The world is very depressing. I feel like I just, because I got those Korean jeans, those mixed jeans. I don't know if they were, those were gunshots or fireworks. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Those are fireworks. Uh, there's also police sirens. They could be gunshots. <laughs> I live in the city, y'all. You never know. Um, but yeah, I like maybe I should just like still fill out a form. And if someone really wants Asian kids enough, they'll be like, we'll, we'll deal with it. <laughs> right. So on top of, you know, women being in a powerless position, they're saying one of the, so a few reasons that someone would keep 
or get rid of a baby. They'd get rid of a baby because, oh, you're too beta for me. So I'm not going to have your kid, but I'm going to go after this alpha and get pregnant with his kid. And then I'll have an alpha baby. I promise you, not a single woman has ever thought that. No, my note right after that was, are you guys on fucking crack? Where did they get that from? Like, where did that come from? Because their own delusions, I guess. In what situation would that happen? Why would I ever be like, oh no, my boyfriend's a beta male. I need to have an abortion so that I can go get with an alpha male so that we have alpha babies. What the fuck? Like also, if you're trying to think with that kind of mindset, you know, going back to instincts and obviously the when you reproduce like everyone is instilled with instincts to like reproduce with the healthiest person you know but that's already what like attraction is and if yeah no if someone smells nice to you like the pheromones and everything like this guy had like long hair and I just knew he smelled bad so sir nobody is having their children with you because you smell bad they their immune systems are telling you (laughs) I feel like he smells I don't even know what this man looks like but the vibe he's giving is like a really dirty like built up scalp like you know like a really nasty like hat on so I don't know but he he looks like he smelled like cigarettes and monster (laughs) did he look like he had like um like beer cans as like decor yeah 100% um they also said you know if a guy they're trying to say you know everyone else is saying you know if a guy kept his pecker in his pants pecker that's the easiest way to avoid an abortion you know obviously talking about the rebuttals of you know get a vasectomy if you don't want abortions da 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 um and they're trying to say that guys don't have sex as much as women do guys are not the ones that are having sex women are the ones that are having sex guys are not having sex that much so it so how are we having so take out lesbians who are we having sex with then who are we having sex with then ourselves we're getting ourselves pregnant because it takes two to tango so who's having sex somehow women are having more sex than guys which even with that logic it i don't care what rate someone's having sex at one man can impregnate 365 women in a year more honestly that's generous and that's one a day but a woman can really only get pregnant once a year yeah basically unless we're talking about irish twins but the people that have those are fucking crazy um great actually uh Kevin and Armani are Irish twins, and Andrew and I are Irish twins. Wait, are we? Are me and Kevin are Irish twins? twins? Yeah, except for Armani and Andrew are like five years apart. But yeah, isn't Irish twins are when uh you're born uh a year and a year and a half apart? I thought like in the same year or something. Yeah, same like two years, something like that. Damn. Oh my god. Yeah, me and but like a year and a half. Yeah, it's like I was also an accident, and so was Elena. Yeah. so it was not a planned thing if my mom believed in abortion when she got pregnant with me i would have been aborted and i would have saved myself the life i have here on earth that's what i say all the time because i was like 
a huge mistake and my mom always talks about how like upset she was when she found out she was pregnant with me and she was like I can't afford another child I don't have anyone to babysit her I don't have any money I'm trying to go back to school and then but she was like "Mm, but like my mom literally always was like I only want three kids like I want to get my tubes tied after my third and then she got pregnant again so then I'm here well, it was with yeah. my brother my mom like got her boobs done got like lipo got her tummy tuck and then she got pregnant with my brother and she was like god damn it damn, oh. damn. Uh, but yeah so uh they yeah they just continue to talk about how you know like only women are the ones that decide an abortion but like I said like people that have partners like they're definitely consulting their partners about what to do like if it's a one night stand, absolutely. I'm not going to fucking tell you, but I'll, like a majority of the people I'm going to assume that have partners that would care are going to consult them. Um, they also got into this discussion about saying abortion is premeditated murder and that and it's just a murder for hire <laughs> not the murder <laughs> my men don't need to speak on our rights like point blank period that's what i'm getting I, no, this- but listen listen to what he said next i'm not gonna lie i giggled a little bit he said women have a lizard brain fear of men oppressing their sexuality <laughs> which the lizard brain part that got me that got me I'm not gonna lie but how do you just sit here and act like we haven't been getting oppressed from the beginning of fucking time well not the gaslighting women on this podcast really being like you fucking made that up I never said that I never said women should never have been life. oppressed oh my god you literally made that up in your head <laughs> they, their entire podcast like again I have seen one hour because that is all I could bear has is just them saying nope never heard that before not true i think the next fresh and fit takedown that we do we can just all get drunk and watch the video and maybe that will make it like we all have each other to support one another through but you did do this alone and we do appreciate your soldier it was one of the funniest parts uh we can put in the little like baby violin music here they were like guys we only get 2,000 likes on our videos but we get 6,000 views so what are you guys doing oh my god does the public not like what the big strong men talk about boohoo you know people are not watching their your podcast because they like you they are watching the podcast to fucking hate watch I wish there was a way that we could hate watch and not give them views. Oh, right. I that, right. Because the only way that I'm doing this is because I'm hate watching. Yeah. Um, they also, you know, decided to throw their two cents into contraceptives. Um, and they were like, there's as many contraceptives as there are flavors at Baskin Robbins. Ha ha ha. Which, yeah, there are a lot of different options for birth control. The way that they were talking about the Baskin Robbins things was all the different kinds of hormonal birth control that there are. Not every hormonal birth control is going to work with everyone. My first one made me gain 25 pounds. Yeah. If I was another one, it would have made me gain 60 pounds. Like my doctor was like, here are all the ones that are going to make you gain 50 plus pounds. 
here are the ones that are going to make you kill yourself. And here's the only one that you can get that will still fucking suck, but it's the least we can do. Um, yeah, I think that's just hilarious. And it really goes to show that men truly don't understand fucking anything about like how women's health works because the reason there are so many birth controls out there is because most women have to go through so many to find like pretty much every woman I know like has been through multiple different birth controls I've been probably on at least five or six different birth controls because ones with too much estrogen give me headaches and ones with too low estrogen uh make me spot all the time and then it's just like yeah men are fucking stupid these men are fucking stupid yeah right and then they started complaining because there's not male birth control sweetie they've tried that they've tried to have male birth control but the men that were in the studies were too pushy shit to deal with the fucking uh side effects the side effects which the side effects were no different than the side effects that women today have on all the contraceptives that are on the market fda approved like and they're like saying that, you know, they're not going to make male birth control because of the money. Like, no, it's right. They're also not doing any further research into women's health either. Like, we can both complain about that, actually. That was done. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so they started making some comments about contraceptives, you know, of course, complaining as men do. But so they made those, you know, complaints about not, you know, making male birth control and everything. <clears throat> but then they had some critiques as why we shouldn't have male birth control as well. Because they think that it would lower fertility rates. Because then if both men and women were on birth control, they would then have to come together to make the decision to both go off their birth control in order to have a baby. I feel like that's just how it should be. That right. makes sense to me. Should you not make a full decision to have a child? Would that not be the best case scenario? Wouldn't that lower abortion rates if both men and women were making the decision together to have a child? You would think, yeah, I think it definitely would. If there was male birth control and like everyone, women and men were on some form of birth control, I think we would have virtually no 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 abortions like it would drop drastically yeah yeah because one of the biggest reasons that we have abortions is you know poor sex education obviously the people that don't know that you can get pregnant at 10 years old like once you have a period you can get pregnant you can have a period at seven years old i know people that have like um and then also just like lack of contraceptives you know like Birth control is not a hundred percent, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. So if you only have a condom, that's not a hundred percent. But if you have the birth control and the condom, you're more protected. Yeah. Better chances. Um, but that is literally, I got up to the point where they were talking about contraceptives and somehow it being horrible, making an adult decision to bring a life into this world. Um, a whole actual human being that you have to raise for and try not to traumatize and care for and raise into a functioning adult, unlike your mother did. 
Um, so yeah, I made it an hour into that four hour podcast and I literally, I could not do it anymore. I started gagging. That I literally was- don't even know how you made it that, that long. It was hard because first five minutes I was already rage typing. Yeah, I, I do think that you're a soldier for the things that you had to do for this podcast today because Armani had a very busy week at work, so I didn't really have any time. Wait, Armani, are you not going to talk about your story about the fresh and fit um, wannabe that you met? I wish that you would actually listen to this podcast because I talked about it last week. <gasps> it was her okay. I missed one episode. I like how you met. I like how... I like how I don't even have a supporter in the family. Hey, okay. I've been on the podcast and I've listened to every episode except for the last one. I forgot. Well, that's how you're going to know if you're gay or not, Atlanta. So go listen to it. Hetero be gone. Okay. I also do peep in the Google Doc and read the notes sometimes. So. Get out of our Google Doc. So I'm already in there reading the research. That is very true. And uh, I do look at the memes. I do like the the Instagram post too. So don't don't call me fake. I literally just saw Elena go back and like all of the Instagram posts like a day ago. I got like five notifications. So she just was liking them. I think I saw, no, I didn't like all of them. I liked the last like two posts because I just didn't ever see the fucking thing. Why are you judging me? Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying for not being my biggest supporter. I think it is like weird to listen to. The only reason I feel like I don't like, it's not my first pick is only because you're my sister. Yeah. And like kind of like listening to like you is kind of weird because I talk to you so much anyways that listening to another like hour of you talking is like very like repetitive because I already know a lot of the stuff that you're talking about. You know what? That's it. No more talking to you. Do not contact me. I'm putting in a no contact order. Well, everyone, being a great supporter like Elena, you know, like our Instagram posts, share them, share them with your friends, share them with your family. Don't share them with my family. Um, Not either. Our Patreon is up. You can be a Patreon subscriber for as little as $1 um, and you get access to bonus episodes that we have not yet recorded, but they are coming soon. I promise you. Uh, And I want to make hoodies. I want to make hoodies so bad one day because I'm such a hoodie fiend. I, it is, well, it was cooler today because it rained, but I have worn a hoodie all day and it's been amazing. I do love a good, I love a crew neck. I'm a crew neck girl myself. Okay. Well, we'll have crew necks and hoodies. So you can have either Armani's pick or Max pick, and then you can go from there. Yeah. And next week we're going to be, Let's just go ahead and throw the episode title out there. It's either going to be God is not real or Jesus is the Santa Claus for adults. (laughs) The shortest joke, God is real. (laughs) Yeah, so if you're really religious, don't recommend listening to the next episode because I have watched youtube videos i have been in wikipedia i have been in books i'm ready for it um but yeah i again want to thank makana for doing the research for this and also thank elena for coming on the podcast thank you thanks for having me back i will i will listen to uh it's hetero be gone right yeah i will listen to it immediately 
following this. Yeah, I'm out there that hasn't listened to it yet, go listen to it. Figure out if you're actually gay or not. And, you know, hopefully we'll have more episodes with guests. Hopefully the Jellyful Girls. Honestly, I'm a little wine drunk. Should I just go ahead and DM them right now? You should. Good. Wait, hold on. Let's say bye. Let's say bye first. All right. I will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.